I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. All right, chickens, uh, I'm continuing Revolution of the Daleks. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> I barely got through the first... I think this podcast took longer than the, whatever happened on screen. <laughs> I forgot how this works. <laughs> anyway, the <laughs> the Daleks are... It's not a real Dalek. It's like a security drone thing that has been created by Jack Robertson. Uh, it's come out of the mist. It's shot some people with... With a weird gas, like it's in the movies. Um, and it's fake CS gas. And Leo, who's created these things, says, oh, Jack, you know, Mr. Big, wanted to use real gas. And I'm like, oh, that's because he's a villain. This is how we know he's a villain. He wanted to actually use tear gas on these volunteer rioters. <laughs> uh, and then there's a sonic deterrent, which is actually a real thing they use now where they blast like sound waves and it makes people throw up, but no one throws up. They just all look like they're having pain. Um, so Jack calls it the security equivalent of the iPhone. And Joe Patterson uh, says, I want them built in my constituency. And she tipped Jack off about the shipment of the Daleks. So both of them are responsible for killing the lovely, pretty truck driver. How very dare you. Uh, And then we're 79 billion light years away. Just these weird random numbers. Like, is... But like Chris Chibnall's in the middle of doing his tax and he's like, oh, how have I I had to round up to that? Yeah, 79 billion, that'll do. Um, So the doctor is in space prison. She's looking out the window, looking rather pensive. And then she scratches another day on her millions of scratched out days and eat what what looks like... Have you ever bought a brownie from a vending machine? (laughs) That's seriously what it looks like. Like one of those Sarah Lee ones, maybe? Uh, Anyway, uh, then she says hi to the cameras as she walks along. Which I like to imagine that's what Jodie Whittaker does. Like, she talks to the camera people, but because these are all automatic, she's just saying hi to the cameras. Oh, by the way, speaking of automatic cameras, I did, like, when I was promoting Whovians one day, 
or maybe it was even when Jodie Whittaker was cast. I went in to do news breakfast on uh, the ABC um, in Melbourne and was sitting there talking to Virginia Trioli um, and Michael Rowland and the camera kind of swung around and I freaked out. Because it was, there's no one operating them. There are no camera people in that studio anymore because it's expensive to pay people to get up at five o'clock in the morning and operate a camera. So they're just all done remotely. It's very strange. Anyway, I like to imagine Michael Rowland, first thing in the morning, uh, going over and saying, hello, camera 35. Hello, camera 36. <laughs> just talking to the robots. Uh, so then the doctor has to go into the space prison exercise yard where she says hi to Angela, who's a weeping angel. Um, Bonnie and Clyde, which is an ood and a sycorax. I know. And a, t- a t- tiny, who is a pating. <laughs> She's like, you can't eat the fence. I've tried. Oh, that's an episode we don't need to see. Um, although it probably tastes better than the brownie. <laughs> Uh, then she goes back to her cell and she recites Harry Potter to herself, you know, like you do. Um, which I know some people have had, had some issues with, but, you know, it's, it's. I think kind of, I like the idea of the joke that she's saying, oh, should we read a classic? And she's going to recite seven books worth of Harry Potter and possibly not for the first time. Um, so, <laughs> oh dear. So there's a knock at the door. Uh, she knocks back and she says, stay strong. There's people waiting for you. And then we see Graham and Ryan and they're going into the house TARDIS. And Ryan goes to knock just as we've had a knock at the door, but he doesn't get to knock because the door opens itself for them. Um, Yaz in there has post-its everywhere. She's going to work out how to fly the TARDIS to go and find the doctor. Uh and she doesn't even realise that it's New Year. Like, they're like, Happy New Year, Yes. And she's like, oh, really? Um, and she's been sleeping in the console room. There's probably like a bedroom down there somewhere. It's a TARDIS. Uh, Graham says we have to assume the Doctor is dead. Oh, that's sad. I mean, you know, last time they saw her, she was going to blow up the whole of Gallifrey with the death particle. Um, and Ryan says, look, it's been 10 months. We have to get on with our lives. He's obviously moved on. Uh, and Graham shows, yes, the footage of the Dalek hosing down the fake riot and then it pans up to Jack Robertson. Oh, my God. Someone is making some sort of TikTok about <laughs> Daleks and Mr. Big. Um, meanwhile, uh, speaking of Jack Robertson, he and uh, Joe Patterson, who's now about to become Prime Minister, um, she said, I've got the votes. I'm, pre- I'm, pre- I'm a shoe in. Um, they're meeting in the middle of the forest and she wants to roll out the security drones nationally. And she implies that his companies have been dodging tax. Uh-oh. Probably with her help. Um, Ryan, Yaz and Graham come to say hi uh, to Jack in the middle of the night and he thinks he's being mugged and he's like just take the car and leave my face <laughs> I love that he's like oh not my face oh. um, <laughs> uh, he doesn't know what a Dalek is uh, and his, then his security team pulls guns on them they're a little bit slow if they're able to just wander up to him in the middle of nowhere like it's not great security he needs to hire better security frankly um, meanwhile back in the space prison uh, another boring day uh, the doctor sees a silence and he goes, oh, I forgot you were there. <laughs> and then she sees Captain Jack and she's like, oh, have you had work done? He's like, you can talk. Uh, they go through this weird bubble thing that goes through the walls and they end up in Jack's cell 
And apparently it took him 19 years for him to get the cell next door to her. Oh, my God. How long has she been in there? Um, And he's got a vortex manipulator that he smuggled in somehow and he won't disclose. And she just pulls a face like... Uh, They zap everywhere. They zap out of there. Um, Meanwhile, uh, the other Jack, (laughs) Jack Robertson and Leo, are talking about the drones and the Dalek that it was based on. And Leo's like, oh, there was genetic material in there and I've cloned it. And then he's made this Dalek mutant and it's all wriggly in its case. And Robertson's like, oh, that's disgusting, incinerator. And Leo's like, Mwah. I just spent months making this clone creature. And you want to incinerate it? He's like, well, all right. So he takes it out to the incinerator and, of course, it... Uh, Pops out and jumps on his back. Um, I do love that the the, the Dalek creatures are now like the spiders from Planet of the Spiders. They just pop on your back and take over you. It's kind of a cool... Like, it it makes them more kind of insidious and sneaky instead of just trying to get Mark Gators in the face. Uh, (laughs) Which I think was the last time we saw one of these things before resolution. Um, Anyway, uh, so... The Dalek creature makes him call his family and say, I've got to go away on an urgent business trip. Give the kids a kiss. As soon as he says, give the kids a kiss, as soon as you know he's got a family and kids, you know that Chibnall's going to kill this guy. Like, that is how this show works now. (laughs) Oh, they've got a backstory? Dead. Um, Anyone without a backstory, like Jack Robertson barely has a backstory. He always makes it through to the end of the episode. As soon as anyone's got a backstory, dead, 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 dead. Uh, Anyway. He's not dead yet. Um, <laughs> he's just possessed by a Dalek. Uh, so the Doctor and Jack Harkness zap back into her TARDIS and it's all blue and dormant. And Jack recaps his warning to her about the Siberian and then asks why she was in prison. And she's like, oh, the Jadoon. They had like 7,000 cases load up against me. <laughs> and he's what? They stopped at seven. <laughs> funny um and she's like i was just in prison for being me oh my god and just at the point where she wasn't sure what that meant oh because she's had quite a revelation in the episode before this even though that seems like a million years ago now uh that was when she found out that she wasn't the first doctor like because she'd met that other She'd met the Joe Martin doctor. Um, so she wakes up the TARDIS. Uh, Yaz, Ryan and Graham are looking through paper clippings. When the TARDIS arrives, it blows their clippings everywhere. TARDIS has no sense of occasion. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to blow some dust around your house. Do you have a cleaner? You're going to need one. Uh, anyway, um, we'll get on to the Doctor's apologies to everyone and everything that goes on in the next episode because I have talked far too much already.